fridge talk. <laughs> fridge talk. We're yeah. not talking about the fridge. All right. Hey, it's me, Mike Linden. Hey, it's Dan, Dan Linden. Hi. Hey, it's Steve Montenegro. Steve Montenegro. Hey, how's it going? All right. <laughs> Great. Wow. A bad cast. What? A bad cast. 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 Hey, I was going to That was like how bad cast. I believe that there is a question on the floor. There is. And it was when I asked how it's going. I thought we left that in I would entertain a motion to move it to unfinished business. Who are we asking? Second, right? Do I second that motion? Yeah, uh-huh. something right. like that. All right. So do we have the to eyes vote have on it, it now? So we move no, it. No, I just said we, the eyes have it. We moved but we it. didn't even eye anything. Eye. Nay. Oh. Ooh, it's a tie. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast the tie-breaking vote. <gasps> All right. Answer my question. <laughs> How's it going? That was neither eye nor nay. Yeah. I, uh, I'm abusing. Oh, you said eye. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn it! Now, now I'll never know how it's going. It's been moved to unfinished business. That's where, that's where pleasantries go to die. Yeah. Okay. So to answer how it's going, I just realized that I have an entire um, travel mug of coffee that I did not bring to the table. Oh yeah, Mike was very oh, concerned Jesus. about his coffee intake <laughs> on the drive over here. Because see, Ugh. it turns out Mike made too much coffee, but also has to drink all of it before a bus explodes. Basically, before three o'clock. Uh huh. I now only have 24 minutes to drink this so last go get your coffee, coffee then. Steven and I can vamp. Can or, you? Or we just have a conversation. Dan and I uh, enjoy each other's company, and we're excellent conversationalists. Here we go. Dan. All right. Yes, Steven. How are things going at your house? Like, have you had to do any projects recently? Um, well, Steven, we are redoing the uh jesus mike <laughs> you're you're so quiet for a second and now you're just jostling <laughs> the chair just, for chair jostling sounds chaos what are you what are you redoing uh taking the like we took the like the casing around a window off because it was just clearly like the flippers just put like their scrap lumber up and painted it real hard to make it look oh, okay yeah. and it did not look okay are you doing you're doing it yourself yeah. god damn it mike <laughs> What is happening? Fuck you. That's not even coffee related. What is that? Why do you have fortune cookie? <laughs> I, I found it in Steven's kitchen next to the coffee. Why did you why did you put your coffee in my fortune cookie area? <laughs> yeah. Steven's kitchen has a very clear organizational system. Coffee does not go in the fortune cookie area. I wanted the coffee to soak up some of those lucky numbers. Oh, boy. Isn't that isn't that like really hard though to replace a window casing? Like Um Maybe I'm using the wrong word. It's just like the decorative wood around the oh, window. Oh, you mean like the trim. Yeah. Are you guys talking about something fun? No. We're talking about Dan replacing window casings at his house. Maybe. Or trim. <laughs> yeah, or, or the trim, really. Yeah, like a window casing is like... I guess that's like the inner surroundings. Yeah, like so you yeah. got the wood that's the wood or the vinyl that's attached to the glass. Right. Then you got the thing that it sits in. Right. That's attached to the house. Yep. That part is the window casing. Right. I think what you're talking about is the trim. Sure. That's true. Is oh. that a thing that you can replace without it what? getting colder? Like Yeah, like are you cutting a hole in the side of your house? Oh, no. Seems like a bad time of year to yeah, cut a hole so, in the side of your so house. So, fortuitously enough, this leads me to a topic that I was already going to get to. How is that? No, that's interesting. Possible. So, are you going I, to burrow into Dan's house? What? Uh, so I went on I'm in your walls. <laughs> I was on I was on the road for a few days. I was uh-huh. away from home for uh-huh. a few consecutive uh-huh. days. Uh-huh. 
the day that I left, my apartment people let themselves into my apartment sure. to measure my windows. Sure. All right. They left all of my blinds open the entire time I was gone. Great. Because uh, if you come into an apartment and it's all dark and there's no one there and yes. it's all packed up mm. and clean mm. and the blinds are down, you probably assume they want them open for days out at a time. Sure. <laughs> um, so I wasn't I wasn't pleased about that. That was a thing that um that was a thing that I was unpleased about. I feel like there should be an unspoken uh assumption that if someone is a basement dweller, they don't want light in there. Right? Well, well so here's the thing. There doesn't even need to be that unspoken assumption because there's a written spoken assumption that when you come into my apartment, you leave it the way that you found it. Sure. It's literally in every lease ever. <laughs> um but so I was a little bit cranky about that. Mm. It was fine. I didn't get thieved or nothing. Sure. Um, How did your succulents do, though? Uh, well, so I opened the windows specifically for them. But when you leave the blinds open next to them, yes. the cold air comes in on them. Uh-huh. And that's bad. Again, that was, a, that, was a, that was a lesser concern for me. The greater concern for me is they measured my windows because later this month they're going to replace all of the windows in the building. Oh, oh boy. That's... Later this month, the month of February. Yeah. In the state of Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bad Seems time like a, to do it. I imagine it's cheaper. I suppose. <laughs> um, but they're just going to cut like seven holes in my house. Yeah. For however long it takes them. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, the potential like, delays is what would concern yeah, me. Yeah, this is, this is my issue. And like, like at that point in time, you got to shut the water off so pipes don't freeze, right? Right. right. So like, this is, this is my issue. I'm going to... I, I don't know exactly how cranky or what I'm going to be cranky at. But later this month, I'm going to be cranky. Crank's coming up. We're cranking yeah. up. Crank it coming. What? Crank, crank, a, crank it coming. What? You need crank. to either drink more or less coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's less, but I'm going to go more. Yeah, charge up. Let's wait for Mike to do this super loud Jesus. because we all knew it was going to be super loud and right in front of the mic. <laughs> You're not even eating the fortune cookie. You're just, like, you're not even opening it to eat it. You're just crinkling the wrapping around the cookie. It, think, I'm, it's fully work. I think, Ooh, the the listeners, <laughs> I think the listeners at home have probably already assumed one profound truth about this show. Yes. I wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> How bad, Cass? How bad, Cass? <laughs> Did we do that already? How many cold opens are we going to do? All right. I forgot. We did it so quickly because you treated it like a... You can't stop a theme song in you the middle took it of the theme song. Maybe, maybe the next time we're doing the podcast, we'll, yeah. be doing, uh, we'll be doing a different kind of cold open where there's fucking holes in my house. Hey, you took a very, like, uh, this is a, like, in extreme news half hour show to the cold open this time. Well, I feel like our listeners... You're just like, boom, boom, boom. Theme song, theme song, theme song, explosions. Our listeners want us to get this, uh, get this in their ears as efficiently as possible. Our top story tonight it's at 10. It's been a month. Our top story tonight at 10, Mike is a loud wad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... And now don't for a like lighter story. Steven's windows are going to come out. And Mike's a loud wad. Back to you, Chet. Which one of you is Chet? Uh, what, does Chet, Chet do? what does Chet do? What? I have Chet. Chet's I, uh, the main I, anchor? I tell the news stuff. Okay. He, he reads the long. He reads the long investigative piece. Oh sure. About how Mike's a wad. Yeah. So uh, wad wad wadgate twenty eighteen. Yes. Uh, Are we wadgate updates? Chet, can I just break in here and ask? 
isn't Wadgate a bit of a dated name? Shouldn't we be aiming for Wadgazi? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we should. Wow. Wadgazi is. That's, uh, that's something. It's a fun mouthful. Wadgazi, I don't Wadgazi. think it is. <laughs> uh, I don't believe... I don't believe that it is fun, Dan. Our uh, our dedicated public servants mm-hmm. in the foreign service mm-hmm. lost their lives mm-hmm. to Mike's watery. Oh, wow. <laughs> and <Hey>. because Hillary Clinton <laughs> couldn't protect them. Yes. See, this is why we should stick with Gates. I'm very excited for Jim from the office to play Mike, though. Uh, Wait, he's the villain in this piece. Is he? Wait, what? I can't. I can't keep it straight. Oh. What did Jim from the Office do? He played Benghazi. Yeah, he was Benghazi Jim. <laughs> a name that I'm sure that he's excited to have inherited. The best thing that came out of that movie existing is that I read an article about like some journalist who went to you know like a big screening for it, and Jim from the Office was there, and the guy that Jim from the Office was playing was there, and Jim from the Office basically just said like you know it's an honor to portray like this heroic whatever and the journalist mentioned how like someone within earshot was like well i guess we know he lives so like he's like i experienced a moment where jim from the office spoiled benghazi for somebody (laughs) (laughs) i mean to be fair but i can't remember what that movie was called i can't Um, either was it the one that was called zero dark 30 or is that the one about killing osama bin laden yeah in which uh andy from parks and rec killed osama bin laden correct um, oh yeah, this, but this one also had just like numbers in it. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's uh, see the was it wait was it Whiskey Tango Foxtrot or is nope. that the one in which Liz Lemon from from Thirty Rock was a journalist? Right. That does seem to be a weird trend where it's like if we're going to tell a story about a contemporary event that involves uh, terroristic activity in the Middle East or surrounding regions. We just put numbers in the title rather than just explicitly say what yeah, the movie's like, about. Like, what is this one called? The 1512 at Paris yeah. or whatever? What are you doing, Clint Eastwood? He's telling the story of a courageous college football player that tackled a guy on a train? How do you make that a full feature film? I wasn't aware of that one. I'm not sure what the story is. It's new. It, like, it might not even be out yet. I think it, like, just came out. But, like, the trailers aren't even trailers. It's just Clint Eastwood talking about how this is the true story really? of true heroes. <laughs> and then four seconds from the movie. Wow. It's like Clint Eastwood just sitting in a chair being like, look at this clip. That guy's a hero. See my movie. Yeah. Hmm. Like, that's the trailer for it. It's real weird. Great. And I don't, I don't know what the story is. Like, I think it's a lesser known story of heroism. Yeah, this like, isn't the, this isn't that like other plane from nine eleven story of heroism. No, this was like a guy on a train is like, hey, I've got weapons and I'm going to do bad, and then he's a train terrorist. Yep, and then some Americans were like. Uh, I'm full of adrenaline, and I'm just going to run at this guy, and it ended up working. Basically, I guess. Yeah, yeah that that's. From the half a trailer uh-huh. that they show interspersed with Clint Eastwood telling you to watch the whole movie. Yeah. That's what I've gathered yeah. from it. I don't know the story. Yeah. Um, it's possible that I should know the story. And I've oh, just I've, forgotten because sure. lots of bad things happen. Lots of bad right. things happen. How bad, cast? How bad, cast? <laughs> How bad, cast? No. Damn it, Dan. Don't interrupt the theme song when you're starting the show. Oh, I just thought it was like this someone the like second time. I just assume it's like the equivalent of someone like slipping and hitting that cue on the soundboard. You know what I mean? Like hitting the button that runs the theme. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
Ventura. Morning Zoo. I don't know. More Morning Zoo shows have to should announce that they are a Morning Zoo. <laughs> I think so. They should have a thing on the effects board. Morning, 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 morning Zoo. Yeah. Zoo. I've become very uncomfortable with the uh, height of my microphone. This is, uh, why don't you adjust it while crinkling a fortune cookie? Oh, I thought about it. But uh, I'm a professional. Uh-huh. Days, so, like, days like today that I wish I died yesterday. Wow. <laughs> Wait, are all days like today days in which you wish you had specifically died yesterday, February 10th? Yesterday is a relative concept, Mike. That's what I'm saying. Are you saying yesterday relative today or yesterday in general of whenever it was? Start the the show, Dan. How bad, Cass? 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 Morning Zoo. You've been very lazy about your uh, clap placement. Well, you just keep going up towards the mic you know and down away like from the mic. You know it's not like a binaural microphone, yeah, right? And also, it doesn't matter. Also, it's about the ritual. Okay, but oh, also let that's the fair. record We're show. We're trying to propitiate the gods let here. Let the record show. I don't know that word. <laughs> let the record show that Mike is the only one not in some way enclosed by the structure of Steven's apartment and has more mobility. I'm in the apartment. More what are you freedom about? of mobility of his arms. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I can't wait for when they're uh, replacing the windows so I can look in on you guys again. That's true. Yeah. We uh, we do live in here like uh, Katie did's in a terrarium with a stick with a leaf on it. What? <laughs> what? Why Katie did's? It's, that one's a bug, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah, nailed it. That's why. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right. Did you? But you don't know what it looks like. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you pull that specific bug? It was like the bug ants. I remembered it's fun from to say. ant farm. It's fun to say. Because it wasn't an ant farm. It was a terrarium with a stick with a leaf on it. <laughs> it's fun to say. All right. Um, what was the word that you said that I don't know? Propitiate? Whoa, what, does that what is mean? that? It's like a, I know that was a hair growth drug. <sighs> I think you're thinking of Propitia. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> propitiate. Yeah, can you use it in a sentence? Is that where they got the I name of the drug from? Use it in a from? second sentence. That's a, how this started. Use it in a second sentence. Yeah. Dan was talking when you used it in the last sentence. I don't. I've never heard it used in any context other than propitiating the gods. Okay, and uh, now, and also I don't think I've ever heard it used. And, I've only read it oh, used read in it, that sentence. Read it in one of your map books. And now, mm, now tell me what it means. Like make, oh make oh make make okay. Make, what? Make happy, satisfying. Make so- happy, satisfying. <laughs> okay, so the reason I, I don't, don't know what state you exactly you want gods in. It's uh, so the reason I don't know this word. Just like don't kill us stuff. Make us <laughs> make us not be dead. Don't kill us stuff. So so basically, the reason that I don't know this word yeah. is because uh, a peas already has forty five synonyms, <laughs> <laughs> and this one is unnecessary. Got it. Nice. I mean. Yeah, I guess. But it's there if you want it. Yeah. It's there. If I want it. If, if you, want, you it. want it. I saw a sloth move yesterday. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw some picture of you at a place. Uh, so you you were at a place with a sloth? Yes. <laughs> yes, I was. Tell us about this place with a sloth. I was at... Sloth place. Como sloth place. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Did you see, did you see the free-range sloth? 
The uh, one just in the jungle room? Yeah. Yeah, the jungle room sloth is my favorite. Yeah. because There's was... another sloth there. What, really? Yeah, in like one of the, uh, in the like primate enclosures, I think. There's oh. like sloths in there too. But Seems odd. The free range jungle sloth is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, one time I was sitting on that bench yep. by that tree that it's normally in. Yep. Um, and it dropped part of an orange peel and it hit me. That's great. <laughs> you got bullied by a sloth. That's awesome. Oh, no. I assumed that it was an accident. And it was like reaching down to grab it real quick. <laughs> but it didn't get there in time. Yeah, there was some great visual comedy. <laughs> Steve Montenegro very slowly dropped his sloth claw. Ooh, ooh how's this theory, though? Maybe. Drop, drop, drop that sloth claw. <laughs> Morning zoo. Maybe the sloth was actually trying to hit the previous person on the bench. And it just took a while to like oh, get God. to that point. Uh, I wonder if possible. I wonder if I sat on the bench immediately after Al Qaeda. Whoa! <laughs> when will Clint Eastwood make a movie starring uh, Ed Helms <laughs> <laughs> as the sloth? Okay, if you said to me, "There's a movie coming out next year where Ed Helms plays a sloth that fights terrorism," I would say, "Give me four tickets right yes. now, <laughs> like for the same showing." Yeah. Like, you're going to see it three or four more times. Yeah. But, but you want to make sure that you see this with chairs on either side of you, completely uninterrupted. Yeah, exactly. The and, first time. And so that I have room to throw my arms in the air when it blows my mind. Oh, yeah. God. I only have nine more, eight more minutes to drink this coffee. How much is left? Uh, Like uh, two-thirds. Well, don't be slothful about it. Chug, 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 chug. Why were you? Why are we silent? I don't know. I don't know. It just felt like more, a... More, 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 morning zoot chug. Okay, so Mike's going to try to drink two-thirds of a coffee cup before 3 p.m. Call us in for tickets to Papa Roach. And who else is around? Is Papa Roach still around even? Maybe. All right. Kid Rock's probably there. Oh, Kid Rock is definitely there. Um. Kid Rock news? Do we have breaking Kid Rock news? Do you think Kid Rock would hang out with Papa Roach anymore? Does he return Papa Roach's calls? I don't know. That's I a great know. question. I bet, like, I bet if he's, like, lonely. Yeah. If he's having a dark day. Like, and maybe... He's remembering Josie. Maybe yeah. Papa Roach has enough self-respect that they're like, look, kid baby, you only call me when you're lonely and it's late. Yep. Just, just admit we're not friends anymore. Yep. Come on, kid. Kid Rock. What? <laughs> That's how you... So how I'm used to Kid being followed up. Oh, sure. Yeah, because his name is Kid... It's Kid, baby. <laughs> Kid Rock. That's his full legal name. Oh, nice. Which uh, is why he's not running for the United States Senate. Yeah, it did not fit on a ballot. Oh, it'd be a nightmare. Um, I counted... 61 eyes. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, it's too many eyes. really is. Like, it only really spiders is. have that many eyes. And spiders aren't eligible for the United States Senate. Oh, that'd be crazy. Spider yeah. Senate? Well, that would be horrible uh, because then the United States government would be susceptible to uh, parasite wasps. Oh, right. Or... Or the spiders being eaten by the secret separate lizard government. Yes. There was no... I can assure you that the investigation that is looking into whether I have been controlled by a parasitic <laughs> wasp will show that I am completely innocent. No wasp collusion. No wasp collusion. 
Ironically, wasps are who got us into this problem in the first place. Am I right? Oh, ah, shit. Ah, oh, shit. Zoo. <laughs> okay, so a bunch of white women <laughs> are going to vote against their own interests. <laughs> we got tickets to Third Eye Blind and... Uh, <laughs> And you can never think of a separate band. <laughs> because I always feel like I'm not going to get the perfect okay, combination. So, so just so you know, uh-huh. the next one, when you need the next one, yep. it's trapped in Hoobastank. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. If I'm remembering correctly which band trapped is, those go together. Okay. Are they the ones that would take on anyone? What? What? Uh, they had a song. There was a song from the Hoobastank zone uh-huh. of time. Yes. And music. Yes. About how someone would take on anyone. Oh, yeah. Like, the lyrics are, back off, I'll take you on, <laughs> I'll take on anyone. Oh, wow. I feel like there was, like, something about being strong between those two. Oh, yeah. Guys. I think it's, back off, I'll take you on, I'm strong, I'll take on anyone. <laughs> I totally forgot. Wow. Boy, that's not good. <laughs> I believe the guitar riff was, bam, bam. That's all the guitarists. That's all of them. It's a lot of them. I'm strong. I'll take on anyone. I may not be remembering those lyrics correctly, but I'm pretty close. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's mostly true. Correctly enough that we should still be making fun of them. This is the Renaissance period where men could express themselves that Bono was talking about that has been shoved to side... (laughs) So that, Wait, what did Bono do? He said something a couple months ago where it was like, ah, it was like, it was... Is it like everything else he says in public? Okay, but what, what? are you yeah. doing, Bono? <laughs> kind of. It was something where he was trying to... He said something that suggested that, like, there was no place in rock music for, like, dudes to... Basically, he was saying, like... He spent the weekend with Sammy Hagar. <laughs> yeah, basically. It was like a weird Bono way of saying that, like, rock is a bunch of pussies now, and it's not like men, like, really expressing themselves, when really what he was saying, like, it was like a Bono way of saying, like, there's a lot of chicks singing songs right now that people are enjoying. Huh. I think. Like, he said something where it was just, I don't know. That doesn't seem like him, or seems exactly like him, I'm not sure. Right, it was... Very weird. It was a weird stance. Like, it seemed like he was saying, like, here's what we're going to do. Does Bono consider you two songs super masculine? I think he more meant, like, they're... I don't know. Because that's the thing. I feel like so much of dudes now are very expressive, but maybe, like, they're not the right kind of expressive. I have no idea what he's saying. Um... I feel like the more that dudes like Bono express themselves, uh, the shittier the world gets. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he shouted incoherently into a megaphone recently. Uh, He he does that a lot, yeah. Yeah. With an American flag print on it. Think about it. Guys, I've got a great idea. Okay, Okay, I've got the the quote here. Oh, thank you. Okay. Get that quote out. How close was I? Uh... Oh, no, I've just got a bunch of quotes about the quote. Oh. That's not the same. Oh, okay. So let's take a break uh-huh. while we try to dig up the facts, you know, because reporting is important to this podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, good, deep-digging investigative journalism. Mm-hmm. And then also, uh, I'll be able to uh, uh, allay my concerns about how slowly the uh, recording software is reacting right now. Oh. Fun. 
So we'll be right back. Maybe. On How bad cast. 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 It's only half because it's a bumper. No. Welcome back to How Bad Cast. How Bad Cast. How Bad Cast. How Bad Cast. Okay. We did it. All right. Uh, when we last spoke, yes. Spakey, uh, we were what? talking about what? We were talking about Bono and his words. Yeah. Did we find said Here's words? Here's the exact quote. Okay. I think music has gotten very girly. And there are some good things about that. But hip-hop is the only place for young male anger at the moment. And that's not good. When I was 16, I had a lot of anger in me. You need to find a place for it. And for guitars. Whether it is with a drum machine, I don't care. <laughs> what? So, wait. So his, his guitar, which Bono does not play. For, right. For the, for the, for the record. Yeah. Right. Um, is not so much gently weeping. But instead, attempting to make America great again. Yes. But uh, uh, Adam Clayton Drummer, Adam Clayton Jr. is the bassist, isn't he? Who's the drummer? Larry something, right? <laughs> Larry Sr. He, he is probably weeping because it doesn't matter if he's a drummer or not. It's true. That's true. So He's Bono's... the only part of you, too. Bono doesn't give a shit about it, apparently. <laughs> It's true. So Bono's main issue is that men aren't being angry with guitars? I think so. <laughs> is that what he's saying? I, it may be that Bono is misunderstood here. Uh-huh. Maybe Bono was saying, you know, there wouldn't be so many, like, angry young men driving their cars through, like, protests uh-huh. if only they had guitars. <laughs> and maybe drum machines. It doesn't he matter. He doesn't care. Do you Bono think- has clearly never seen classic movie franchise El Mariachi through Once Upon a Time in Mexico, uh-huh. where guitars are a very dangerous thing for young men to have. Yeah. Like, yeah. one of them is a rocket launcher for yeah. some reason. Yeah, it is. That was a very uh, uh, bad plan on their part. Like, let's take these... Uh, Let's take this rocket launcher out uh-huh. and never go for cover, even though we're fighting quite a few men. Yeah. It's Larry Mullen Jr. is the drummer. Wow. Is Adam Clayton a thing? I, I believe he is the bass player, yes. And he's uh, not a senior or a junior? I mean, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Or a that. third? Yeah, I don't know. Fifth? AC5. <laughs> wow, that's fun. Oh, wow. What if he's... What if... What if literally 359 generation of men ahead of him have also been named Adam Clayton? <laughs> and that Anderson Cooper's entire career is based on the fact that Adam Clayton was unavailable to host AC360. Whoa. Because he was on tour with U2. Wow. They're like, some producer went, you know what? U2 is going to be done touring by the time that this whole cable <laughs> news revolution comes around. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? they're still on tour? How old are they? pretty old are the rolling stones still on tour great question yeah i feel like they are just constantly doing uh the a farewell tour yeah <laughs> they and the rolling stones and kiss should team up mm-hmm. oh i'm on board I'm to listening. do to do one last farewell tour yeah uh-huh. but first they should make a record together. Yep. <laughs> because that record would be terrible enough that it would guarantee that all of their careers were over. That's true. Like, make sure that it truly is the final tour. Also, allow me to clarify. 
I would definitely buy that record. Yes. I mean, it would be so dumb. Yeah. I want the Rolling Stones to go on tour as Kiss <sighs> because Kiss is retired. Are they actually, though? I mean, I they've retired at least once. So, they've retired several times. Yeah. So, I mean, technically, they are retired even if they've come out of retirement. That's a great point. That is it's a like great Oz, point. That is how retirement works. Ozzy's just doing that. Is he, uh, is he coming out Ozzy's of retirement? Ozzy's being kissed? Ozzy, no, Ozzy's going on his, like, countdown to the last show ever tour the second time like he's really? doing like another farewell tour or i something. feel like you just retire until you have medical bills again <laughs> and let's be honest with ozzy it's gonna be a few minutes and then he's gonna be like well back on to <laughs> jesus <laughs> did his teeth fall out i mean Maybe that's the latest medical problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, almost assured. Like, yeah, that's true. He's just gumming bat heads. Sharon, <laughs> <laughs> it won't come off. <laughs> Put your teeth in, Ozzy! <laughs> oh, that's better. I, if they're, okay, if the farewell tour that he just announced is like half an hour of him just like holding an index finger up while mouthing a bat. But at this but the touring like his backing band is just like shredding the whole time and are super <laughs> is it, is into it. Black it. Sabbath again? I think it's just him. Just him. Well you know like with a, maybe with a drum machine. Bono doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> he asked Bono, he's like hey if I wanted to hey, do Bono. this is it a drum machine? <laughs> God damn it. And then Bono screamed through an American flag megaphone. Yeah, why Why is that? I don't know. It's is just, that a thing? It's like their new thing right now. Because America, for some reason. I get Like, I don't know. His whole... I don't know if it's just the song or if it's the whole album where they're like, Hey, America, you're better than this. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Bono... Like, the thing that I know about the new YouTube hey, album... America, turn off the dark. Yes, exactly. The thing that I know about the new U2 album is that Bono is, for some reason, proud that he's returned to preachiness. <laughs> <laughs> as as though he had ever left. Right. Maybe maybe his point is, hey, you guys, I really thought about this this time. Um, some of these lyrics might make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I can count to four in Spanish now. Nice. Because there's that, that song from, like, 15 years ago uh, where he counts one, two, three, fourteen. Right. I forgot about that. For some reason, I had uh, mixed it up with uh, uh, Wooly Bully, the beginning of Wooly Bully. <laughs> yes. Um, Amazing. That's the next U2 record. <laughs> it's so political. It's just 13 different covers of Wooly Bully. Would listen. Well, you won't even have to buy it. It'll just show up on your iPhone yeah. one day. Yeah, exactly. And track your movements yeah. somehow. Even if I don't have an iPhone. I'll get an iPhone in the mail. Uh, with 13 versions of Wooly Bully on it already. Recorded by U2. Yes. Some of them recorded by all of U2. Some of them recorded by just a guitar and a drum machine or whatever. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think people are focusing on the wrong thing in that Bono thing. Okay, uh, uh, aging male rock star thinks that dudes should have their way. Right. Big deal. Right. That's not headline news. Yeah. The headline here is, Bono thinks maybe a drum machine, I don't care. <laughs> well, it sounds like what Bono is uh, hinting at is a classic, uh, a classic like Antonio Banderas teaching high school kids to dance, uh, Wait. Mark DeCascos teaching high school kids to capoeira. Like, 
Wait, yeah. hold on. What are you talking about? When did, when did Antonio Banderas teach high school kids to dance? Oh, there was some movie where he taught kids to dance? Yeah. Second of all. Yeah. When did the chairman of uh, Iron <laughs> Chef America teach kids to capoeira? Oh, it's classic only capoeira martial arts movie, only the strong. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I forgot that that's what the plot of that thing was. Yeah. Why was he teaching children to... Huh? Because you have to you have to focus their energy on something, mm. or they're gonna get into trouble. You got to put their anger uh, into guitars or capoeira. capoeira. Otherwise, capoeira. they're gonna. Otherwise, they'll be too unruly for Michelle Pfeiffer to teach them poetry, right? <laughs> right. Or Edward James almost to teach them math. It, it was it math? Yeah. I thought like literature for some reason. I think it's yeah. No, it's math. No, you, you're right though. It's it's definitely math. He's that got one's his, stand and deliver. He's got his counting trick. Yep. But then it turns out he's a Cylon, and that's why he's so good at it. I think it turns out that he has, like, serious heart problems, actually, <laughs> is how that movie ends. Oh. And Coolio's not even there. Yeah. <laughs> that's the twist of all of these movies. <laughs> Except for the one. Hey, wait a minute. Coolio's not here. <laughs> Except for the one. Yeah. Right. Which one? The, the one with Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, I thought you meant the Jet Li movie. You remember where he walked through the Valley of the Shadow of Death and took a look at his life and realized that it's messed? Yeah, but wasn't the twist of that movie was that he was only in the music video, and then when you went to see the movie, he wasn't there? There was no Coolio? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, man. I, wow. Coolio, I got, why have you forsaken me got, is the classic line from I that movie. I got gaslit by the history of movie trailers. <laughs> now even my mama thinks that my mind is going. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yep. So, Dan, you're old. Uh, how was your birthday? I'm old. How was oh, yeah. my birthday? It was your birthday, yeah. and you got it's older. Been, it's been uh, since your last birthday that we've done a podcast. Oh, okay. So. You're old. How uh, fun is that? I'm old. Let me tell you about the future. Wait, what? No, that's not <laughs> how it age. <laughs> Wait, are you Benjamin buttoning? <laughs> Wait, no, he didn't move backwards through time. He just ages backwards. Right. Yeah. He still only had knowledge of the past, right? Yes. I imagine. Yes. Or is that... And even that was decreasing because he's getting younger. Yeah. And then he also had, like, Alzheimer's at the same time. He's going to turn into a baby. Well, because, like, babies don't know much. He was, like, an Alzheimer's kid. Are we... Wait, his own... What? He was born as an old person baby. With Alzheimer's? No, he was a totally fine baby who was also old. Oh, okay. But then by the time he became, like, a 10-year-old, he had, like, degenerative mental disease. Well, I mean, I guess you would... Yeah. Yeah, because, like, one, you're old. Two, babies don't know shit. True. Ten-year-olds know even less. Yeah. Babies know when they want food. Ten-year-olds stand outside until they get too cold and their arms go numb. Sure, that's true. Anyway, yes, I am older. Old. I mean, yeah, we're all older. Uh, I don't know. My knee hurts sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) When it's going to storm? Just sometimes. How many olds are you? When a sloth is moving? Oh, no. I felt like a kid again when that sloth <laughs> yeah. was moving. Yeah. Like, because, like, you can you can fly by comparison. Yeah. How many olds are you? 34. So you're, like, two plus year olds less than me. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That, what, wait, this, how many olds am I? math? How many olds am I? This is almost math. You're two plus year... Whatever you two said. plus olds, yeah, more yeah. than Dan, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. That that is right. I was trying to make sure that my math checked out because I didn't remember how old I was. Because <laughs> at a certain point, you just it really care. stopped yeah. mattering. Oh man, I mean, 
Can't wait for Social Security. I mean, that's going to be sweet. <laughs> I'm going to get so much yeah? of it. Are you? I mean, I'm going to get cranky if they don't send it to me. <laughs> okay. Regardless of the amount. <laughs> yeah. Is I, anyone going to, I mean, are, are Social Security numbers long enough that uh, all of the, like, hacker AIs aren't just going to steal all the Social Security monies? I mean, I'm pretty sure that, that ha- that's going to happen. Um, but I'm going to assign uh, my Social Security number a very strong password. <laughs> there will be numbers and symbols. Whoa. And capital and lowercase letters. Wow. I have deep concerns that all of this money is going towards people with egg profiles. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, what are you going to do? The senior lobby is strong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. AAR- AARP ain't going to let you stop sending those checks. That's right. I mean, I guess they probably have a vested interest in them getting to the places they want them to go. That's right. true. Yeah. Like real old people that aren't Russian. Yeah. That aren't Russian computers. <laughs> Yeah. Take that Russian computer. Oh, my God. Did you hear about this Russian computer Bitcoin thing? No. No. So there's a gigantic supercomputer at Russia's, like, largest nuclear research facility. Sure. That is air-gapped. It's never been on the Internet for, you know, not for the obvious reason of not stealing all of Russia's nuclear secrets very easily over the Internet. Yes. Right. Um, Except for a bunch of the nuclear physicists went... I bet we could use this to mine Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> and it lasted like seconds, like seconds for for the FSB to go, oh, this computer is not supposed to be on the Internet. Why is it on the Internet? Oh, and we're here with guns. You guys are <laughs> physicists. You didn't think that we'd notice physicists? <laughs> that is a real thing that happened. That is a real thing that Russian physicists did. That's great. This is the other power in the world that we're afraid of right now. Mm-hmm. How much Bitcoin did they get? Great probably question. very little. Yeah, probably. Like a. Th- they, their dream was to become Bitcoin oligarchs. Yes, exactly. Well, so that's a thing in Russia now. I'm sure it so is. So Putin came out strong against Bitcoin when it was uh, when it was new. Um, now he's decided it's amazing. Uh, because, one, Russia needs to diversify their economy off of oil and gas. Uh-huh. So, like, why not be the weird cryptocurrency hub? Sure. <laughs> because everybody knows that computer stuff run through Russia is super secure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, two, um, they do a lot of shit that makes the rest of the world turn off their bank accounts. <laughs> and Bitcoin is very convenient for that. Right. They're basically the dark web nation. Yeah, pretty Ooh. much. Um, oh man, I gotta I gotta make a documentary now. Yeah, yeah. I have the or, perfect title. Or yeah, write a book treatment. Real I quick. was gonna say oh, like yeah. a Clancy esque thriller, or just like you know some sort of observational like political science thing. That yeah. too. That, if only I had any background in uh, political science. Or to compare it to like compare it to some very engaging game of Civilization Three you played. I'm sure you can sell that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't play I'm, three. I skipped all the what? way to five. Oh, Civ Five's fine too. Yeah. Oh, I did play four too. What the? See, you got to get your story straight. Your what? books, your books are already not checking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which civilization did you play? And which one does the dark web state, trademarked by Steve Montenegro? Uh, <gasps> you got scooped. Oh no, that's not even the title. Oh. It was Dark Web Nation. Oh, okay. Quick. Quick. 
Trademark by Stephen Munch. No, oh, Mike, you idiot. I gave you a second. Sorry, I was concentrating on uh, whether I'd finished my coffee in time or not. I did. Oh, good. Oh, good. Well, the world is safe from Russia for another day. <laughs> that caffeine clearly helped you to be sharp and ready to jump on things. It's because I have a supercomputer that should be air-gapped. Oh, man. But it's not. Oh, God, the FSB is going to be here in a minute. Quick, finish this podcast. <laughs> uh, I mean, they've, it'd take them a little while to get over here, right? I don't know. <laughs> Donald Trump's America. They just uh, fly in. Like, or just live here already. Or Yeah, that's true. In this building? Yes. I don't know. I mean, it's unassuming. Yeah, we must replace windows so that... Uh... Bah, I mean, yes. Windows get replaced. Yes. <laughs> Very quick. Windows now process Fat Americans will not have to suffer... Game, uh, I don't know. I thought I lost it. <laughs> you lost it. Uh, trapped in Hoobastank. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Morning Zoo was really more of a first half of the show type of concept. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now we're into geopolitics. That's right. That's how this show goes. Generally. We go from Morning Zoo to geopolitics. Uh, two things that none of us know anything about. Hey, <laughs> come on. Mike you played to a Civ lot of 3. Them. Oh, okay. No, I, that's not the one. Oh. I played Civ 1, uh-huh. maybe Civ 2, I don't remember. Uh-huh. Civ 4, uh-huh. in that one, it's important to uh, create your cities in like a cross pattern. Uh, and Civ 5. Civ 6 is out now. I haven't played it, though. I've heard. Takes money and stuff. Good. And, you know, you know what happens when you start playing Civilization. Um, you exit the else? world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen you do it. Yeah. Don't you already play some game that's like that? Yeah, I actually can't get back into Civilization because I've found a more complicated, potent, a more potent cocktail. <laughs> Fuck you, Sid Meier. <laughs> I have the deepest respect for Sid Meier's uh, game design abilities. Is he is he still even alive? Yeah, or is he just like yeah, a brand at this point? Yeah, has he just been? Has he just been uploaded into a million civilizations? Oh my God, Civ Six is just recreate Sid Meier's brain. <laughs> Whoa. That'd be fun. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that's that's definitely a game you would play. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what is it? What is the game that you were playing that is not that? Oh, still, uh, mostly Europa Universalis Four. Oh, gotcha. Is Where there I, uh, is there sequels to that? I mean, it, it's number four. So. Like beyond four, fuck you. <laughs> you knew what I was saying. Now, uh, everyone's still waiting for Victoria Three to come out. They, I don't know what that is either. It's. A similar grand strategy <laughs> game, but in Victorian times instead of colonial times. Gotcha. Great. Um, why Where is... the focus is on uh, nation, like the nationalist uh, movements changing this, the face of the world. It's it's Foxian. Well, uh, yeah, sure. Hi. Hey. Well, how's everyone doing? <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> so why is it called Europa Universalis Four when it's colonial times? Uh, Are you colonizing a moon? What? The moon Europa? No, Whoa. like no, like like Europe, but like uh, in in fancy words. Gotcha. Okay, so it's just dumb. It's just a dumb name. <laughs> Probably got it. Yeah, it was like a you know, uh, it was it based on like a board game. Sure. But then oh they, yeah, that makes sense. But did, one of those board games that you need like a crazy spreadsheet to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did Sid Meier have anything to do with it? No. I'm out then. 
I'm just going to go back to Sid Meier's Pirates. <laughs> That's a good plan. Dance. What? Dance. What? You like dance with ladies, right? Isn't that oh, part of yes. Sid Meier's Pirates? Yes, it's like, oh, let me seduce this landowner's <laughs> daughter or whatever. That is a thing that happens. Yes. yes. I watched my roommate play it in college, and a lot <laughs> you, of times he know, was dancing. You know that you can't just yell dance and expect us to know what you're talking about, right? I mean, I feel like context clues were there <laughs> within the conversation. You were just yelling dance. Well, we were talking about Sid Meier, and you just started yelling dance. Yeah, you jerk. Fine, whatever. Maybe it's I'm talking about the dance of civilizations warring. Oh. What? No. Yes, the dance macabre. You know that Fox canceled that show with Sid Meier and Paula Abdul after only one season? What? That dance competition that you needed a spreadsheet to watch. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be... I would support that existing. Would you watch it, though? No. Okay, so you wouldn't would support you it. calculate <laughs> uh, footwork sums or whatever that spreadsheet is for? I No. Resource allocation. I just want it to exist. That's all. Well, great. Yeah. So, wait, have you played Victoria 2? Yes. And not you, very well. You're, you're le- not very well? Like, it's literally a hard enough game that, like, you could just be bad at it? Yeah, uh, yes. There's, what is, it's, what is this, the Nintendo Entertainment System? Well, it, I mean, it's not complicated in the same way, but there's, like, a whole, like, economy going on, and, like, you have to uh, raise the literacy of your population to a certain level. Where get, get a school. Uh, well, actually, when the game starts, uh, you the fastest way to get education is by uh, uh, getting more people to go into the clergy uh, to get your literacy rates up until oh. uh, <laughs> you get to a certain point in technology. Anyway. Uh, Do they become powerful battle mages then? Or even paladins? No, this is real... World. I'm thinking of Heroes of Might and Magic 2. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, you are. Uh, what? Okay, so at what point does like a crazy spider robot come in and just stomp around and break some of your units? Um, that you got to get the Will Smith of your population up to fight the spider robot. <laughs> oh, boy. There is one Easter egg where you can get the tiny island of Jan Mayan to incorporate its polar bears into its population, and then it becomes a geopolitical superpower. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> because the polar bears learn to read? Uh, I've... Uh, I'm a little spotty on exactly what happens, but basically it becomes a here's, massive military unstoppable force. Here's, polar a really, bears? Yes. here's a really fucked up thing. <laughs> I am almost certain one of our very few regular listeners knows more about this than you do. <laughs> if you know how the polar bears become an unstoppable geopolitical force, maybe check in with us. How bad, cast? At gmail.com. Habakast at gmail.com. Habakast at gmail.com. <laughs> Habakast at gmail.com. Habakast at gmail.com. Yeah. Wow. What, uh, what a compelling <laughs> through line. Yep. Uh, We're not very good at this. No. <laughs> we, I don't, we, we probably shouldn't uh, stop podcasting for a month because we really start to lose steam well i did a podcast last night too yeah no, that's like, true i i ate up some of my and like since we've last done a podcast dan and i have done another podcast together that's what awesome. huh we did you, you weren't you there yeah you were in the audience i still wanted to feel betrayed it was a live podcast <laughs> like you literally paid money to see it 
Yeah, yeah. So that's even more of a betrayal, isn't it? Um, it's a choice you made. No wonder you I'm betrayed all yourself. Off. Did you not even look at your resource allocation spreadsheet to see if this was <laughs> worth spending your money on? Yeah, man. Like, you should have checked your loyalty points and what state of insecurity you're in. And, uh, and ask your polar bear advisor. Like, tap right. your swamps <coughs> or whatever. For mana. Yep. Green mana. Oh. Swamp mana. Swamp. I thought swamps were like, damn it. I don't know. Black mana. I don't remember. I think, I think they probably are. Yeah. I played that game like twice. Um, I, I don't know why I really wanted to care about it because it seemed like it. It seemed like all of these people that care about this are like enjoying this. Right. I tried so I read like two things on the internet and I'm like this is dumb. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I had a friend that was like I can just show you some things. You don't need to like be on the internet with this. Sure. And I'm like yeah okay. <laughs> Let's get some beers and like, and he's like, "Oh no, we don't drink while we do this." And I'm like, "This is dumb." <laughs> Wait, what? Whoa, whoa, what? Uh, magic. Uh, yeah, and they're like, "Oh, we don't drink while we do this." It's not the friend that you're thinking of. Oh, okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> that was that was definitely where my confusion uh, was coming but from. So then, so then, the friend you're thinking of uh-huh. was like. Yeah, we could we could play Magic or whatever. And drink. And we got some beers. Uh-huh. And we played Magic, the Gathering, the card game. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, the collectible card game. Right. Uh, Thank you. CCG. And, like, and he was cool about it. He was like, you know what? Like, you're not a Magic, the Gathering, the collectible card game person, right? He's like, so here's one of my, here's one of my good Magic, the Gathering, collectible card game decks. Um, it's a good one. Like, I'll show you how to use it. We'll play some games with it. It'll be cool. Uh-huh. Um, uh, he could have just chosen to wail on me, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But sure. he didn't. Mm-hmm. So we got some beers, and we played Magic the Gathering, the collectible card game. And, like, even when I was doing well with it, yep. I'm like, this is just not that interesting to me. <laughs> like, now, I think I'm supposed to care about the history of, like, the characters and stuff. Wow. I think like there's a there's like you're a, supposed to be sad when they die. Well, there's like a lore of a Magic the Gathering world Magic that extends the beyond the collectible, the collectible card, card game. game, the world. Yeah, uh, the lore. It, the lore. It extends beyond the collectible card game, and I think maybe if I got more into that. But there's so many similar worlds that I could get into that like have like cartoons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> instead of like turning cards sideways. Right. So the problem for you is that there wasn't a cartoon created where people went into a roller coaster and then came out in the world of Magic the Gathering. Yeah, I'm way more into Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> is that actually how Yu-Gi-Oh worked? No, that was how the uh, Dungeons and Dragons cartoon worked. They went in a yeah. roller coaster? Yeah, the, yeah a like roller I'd... coaster took them into the Dungeons and Dragons world for some reason. Yeah, I think it was a Dungeons and Dragons or dragon-themed roller coaster. Sure. Um, Which is the one that's like... <clears throat> which is the one that is a cartoon where they settle their differences. They fight by playing a collectible card game in the cartoon. That's Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. That's Yu-Gi-Oh. And, okay. and then also another one that's like Card Captor. Oh, that yeah. That was also on in the afternoons when Yu-Gi-Oh became popular. Right. And some executive was like, holy shit, get the rights to more of these Japanese card <laughs> cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. So... Wasn't to Yu-Gi-Oh, up, like, possessed more by, like, Yu-Gi-Oh. a pharaoh or some shit? Yes. And you could tell when he was the pharaoh guy because he talked with a deeper voice. That's like voice. a crazy deep voice. He talked louder and his hair stood up more was or also something. He, was also the pharaoh Mumra? 
I mean, maybe they revealed that in later episodes. Sure. Yeah, I sort of fell off the Yu-Gi-Oh train when like they brought in new writers. <laughs> <laughs> I like when it was uh, when it was uh, about the cards. When it was all about the cards. <laughs> yeah, the Bendis years. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that got weird. Yep. Uh, yep. We have mashed up a lot of things. Yep. Um, now, much like uh, much like middle school, we'll pay our listeners a dollar to eat it with their ears. Jesus. Uh, we mashed up everything on your tray. Oh, who pay got somebody. paid a dollar? I did. Oh, I mean, I didn't eat it to shove things in your ears. Yeah, I shove things in my ears, <laughs> which is why to this day, I can't tell what either of you are saying. <laughs> Oh, oh, that explains a lot about this podcast. Shut up, Dan! <laughs> that is a pretty good catch-all response. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh, so, uh, things? Do you want to plug things? When did this come out? Uh, I guess probably tonight. Oh. Okay. Hey, listeners, do you like other stuff that I do? Nope. No. <laughs> well, if you do, we're doing a live version of that. Totes Recall is doing a live show on February 22nd at the Trilon Cinema in Minneapolis. Trilon? Trilon. Trilon Micro Cinema. It's not a micro anymore. They expanded. Macro well, Cinema. Really? I haven't been in there in a while, so it's just a cinema. They just call themselves Trilon Cinema now. Yeah. Well, they've lost their gimmick. I mean, it's still like not huge. It's still like it's one like, screen. It's like Sammy Hagar being like, hey, this is Sammy Hagar, the Red Rocker. I drink all the tequila, and I'm, I like the color red. Except for I don't like the color red and don't drink tequila anymore. <laughs> I just play guitar now. Sammy Hagar. And maybe a drummer. Or a drum machine. <laughs> or a drum machine. Sammy Hagar, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Woo. I'm and sober now. I can play the drums at the same time. <laughs> I drive at exactly 55 miles per hour. Anyway, live.totesrecall.com. Huh? Uh, you can. I think I have already told the internet that I'm going to that. Great. You can see Steven. <laughs> I'll be there. Maybe. Depending Maybe. on the, when, when is it? Thursday, February 22nd. Looking at my calendar right now. Anyway, live.totesrecall.com. We will be screening and recalling and generally dice. I was going to say dissect, and then it was going to say discuss. Dissecting. Ooh, what's that called from the the Dark Crystal? Skexies? Yes. (laughs) Dissexies will be Dissexies, the movie Men in Black. But you're going to. William Smith. But you're going to do the thing first where you. Yeah, we'll do the actual show around it. Yeah. Yeah. But then we will actually watch a movie with you rather than what? tell you are we're you gonna, going to watch a movie. Are you, you going to sit silently and watch the movie? I won't. Okay, so I you mean, will say things I about least, the movie. I at least will be talking. Okay, good. So, How like, much pizza and salad talk will there be? There I will, listen to the show. There will be pizza and salad reception before the show. But what about before talking Before the about show? It? Doors oh. at 6.30, pizza and salad. I I'm mean, going to get bloaty and tired. Yeah. You guys are going to have to make fun of Men in Black extra loud to keep me awake <laughs> to keep you awake from the pizza sleeps yeah uh-huh. i don't want to get no pizza sleeps <laughs> great anyway yeah that's happening february 22nd live at totesrecall.com for tickets and other things if you want to get some hot merch Ooh, we're doing a t-shirts yeah we're doing like a little fundraiser to pay for sweatbands the shit that we're doing so what Fitbits? sweatbands yeah no Fit- Fitbits? Is that, Fitbits? <laughs> no. is that what you said? You can yeah. get t-shirts. You can get tote bags. You can get stickers. You can get... What do you call the tote bags? I don't know. Totes? Totes? Something like that. 
Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if you can get stickers, then you basically have an unlimited amount of merch. Yeah. You, just you can put, put the them sticker stickers on, on your Fitbit. Yeah. That's true. Hey, if you want a Totes Recall Fitbit, <laughs> go to live.totesrecall.com, get yourself a sticker, slap that bad boy on a Fitbit. But then also uh, pay us the licensing rights for that Fitbit. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Right? No, that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's for right. every step that you take, you <laughs> them. Yeah. 0.8 wow. Satoshis or wow. whatever. Sting was a marketing genius. <laughs> so before his time. Mm-hmm. Every step you take. One dollar, please. <laughs> every move you make. Oh, if it's more than one step, multiple dollars. That's what that song's about? Every breath you He's just bleeding drink. someone dry with, for money. Sean Puffy Combs? Yeah. Yeah. That that whole song was about how anytime P Diddy walks anywhere, he owes Sting money. You think that's why he keeps changing his name because he's trying to hide from he's Sting? Trying to hide from Sting. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, so according to the lore of this show now, yeah. uh-huh. Sting is the reason that Sean Combs changes his name frequently. Yes, and yes. also did nine eleven. <laughs> yes, Sting is a very did nine eleven. Sting is apparently a like he. In and of himself is a very powerful Wait, like, shadow government. Is it possible that Sting is just the doctor? Whoa. Wow. Yes. We'll get into that next episode. Oh. Puff Daddy isn't afraid of Godzilla, but he is afraid <laughs> of Sting. Well, I mean, he did do 9-11. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was trying to convince Godzilla to fight Sting, and that's what that song was about. Maybe, yeah. Oh. Come with me. Yeah. To fight, to fight Sting, Sting. <laughs> before he does 9-11. <laughs> Checks Was that out. a pre nine eleven timeline? Song? Checks out. Uh, uh, I'm almost certain. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, otherwise that movie would have had a very specific like oh right nine eleven feel to it. Yeah. yeah. Or they would have been like, hey, what if we did this in a different city? Yeah. <laughs> Boston. Yeah. And it turns out Godzilla's just being sweet, and he just kicks a properly shaped hole in the ground so they can put a train in it and don't have to dig anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, Stingley911, <laughs> live.totrecall.com. Steven? Um, uh, my other podcast, <gasps> which Dan was on <gasps> in the most current episode that is up. Hey. And Ooh. Mike was in attendance for last night. And Wait, you were there for last night's show, too? Yes. Well, <laughs> why are you acting all pissy about it? I'm in the audience. I'm not part of the show. Well. But in a way, I mean... I'm probably the clearest voiced audience member. It's very true, actually. <laughs> um, uh, so really, aren't I part of the show? Yeah. You can aren't find I it, a, a member of the team? You kind of are. You're Mike as the audience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can find it at noisepicnic.com, uh, along with Totes Recall. Uh, you're welcome, Dan. Thank you. Pugging for you. Uh, uh, the last live recording of it ever, <gasps> at least for now, oh. is coming up. On March 3rd, ten Saturday, March 3rd, 10 p.m. at the Bryant Lake Bowl. You should definitely come to it because if you don't come to it, you'll never be able to come to it again. In fact, this is happening in this abrupt fashion because no one comes to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so come to it once. Wow, you can see the first Totes Recall live show and the last Later Nights podcast. With Late Nights Minneapolis show yeah sean puffy combs says come with me <laughs> dude well 
Huh. Building a whole marketing campaign around that now. <laughs> yeah. Sean Puffycomb says, come with me to Later Nights with Late Nights Minneapolis. <laughs> and Saturday, Godzilla. March 3rd, 10 p.m. at the Bryant Lake Bowl. <laughs> you don't know the riff from Cashmere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Close enough. You can also you can also see me in... Late nights, Minneapolis. Uh, <laughs> the original thing. The original thing. Uh, Sunday, February 18th, 7.30 p.m. at the Phoenix Theater, um, uh, where our guest this month will be uh, the delightful host of the Magic the Amateuring podcast. Well, after you shit all over Magic <laughs> the Gathering, huh? All I'm saying is, I never got into it. Sure. Um, but now you're into it. Amateurly. Uh, one of whom is a friend of our old show. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Why? Who's in it? Maria Bartholdi. Oh. We had a nickname for her. I don't remember what it was. I don't either. Uh, it was something uh, stupid Mike said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a dumb Mike nickname. That was good. Um, uh, you can also... No, I think those are the plugs I have. I got other things going on, but like I'll plug those in due time. Oh, great. And of course, you can always see me at the Galactic Beats Comedy Open Mike every Thursday night at 10 o'clock. Sign up at 9.30. You'll <laughs> laugh your blast off. Uh, Sean Puffy Combs will be there. Great. Maybe. I mean, yeah, he's welcome. Maybe. He's welcome to sign up just like anybody else is. He's oh. invited guest, Sean Puffy Combs. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't it. even have to do comedy. Sure, he just. I'm willing to just have him up there, like saying, puffy hey, party? I'm good at stuff, grooving to his own music in front of a camera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. It sounds great. Actually, that would be really great. <laughs> I would let him do two hours of that. <laughs> I mean, I've watched him do two hours of that on the internet. <laughs> Sorry, comics. You're going to have to wait. Sean Puffy Combs is making magic up there. I mean, yeah. Like yeah. We would we would all just sit silently and watch him do it. And he'd be doing it with, like, earbuds in, too. Yeah. Like, so, we wouldn't even be able to hear the music. So that might happen. So yeah. can you afford to risk missing that right? at the Galactic I kind of wish that this was my... Thursday night at 10 o'clock, sign up at 9.30? Like I kind of wish stuff? this was my selling point for later nights. <laughs> yeah, right? I got the crappy one. Mm-hmm. I got, like... I got just, he says, come with me. <laughs> you got the puffy party. Yeah. Yeah. The show over then? Guaranteed to maybe happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess the, yeah, the now now we're pretty much done. Uh, we did the plugs. Mm-hmm. We uh, talked about things. Oh, God. One dollar. Oh, God, he's here. <laughs> he's here to collect. <laughs> no, stay. Sean Combs isn't here. We don't know where he is. He might be a Galactic at some point. Oh, can't you see? I want one dollar. Just one? For every step. Oh, sure. How about guess? Was that better? <laughs> no. No. Oh. <laughs>